This week's episode of the Sports Lord is brought to you by the presidency of Joseph Robinette Biden. All your problems are over. Go back to brunch and log off the internet. Hallelujah. It's time for the Sports Lords. <laughs> God bless you, President Biden. No idea Herb was a lib. He's definitely never been that before. Oh yeah, no, he was, but he was paid to say that. That's yeah, I was gonna say it's whoever writes the check. He's a capitalist, they, exactly. And he's lying low because he was actually at the DC riot. Mm. He, was, he was he stormed the Capitol, so he's yeah. trying to lay low. I also um, heard he's the only person who RSVP'd to Trump's going away red carpet gala event that he's counter programmed against the inauguration tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> is that a real thing? Yeah, Mike Pence chose not to go. Mitch McConnell chose not to go, and Trump's really pissed. Yeah, I heard Herb actually offered to be the human carpet for that, and they turned him down. But he's going to be there. Yeah, because he—that's one of the many things he gets off on being 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 stepped on by people. But you know, speaking of people who should never be stepped on, and who we should honor—that's <laughs> a great transition. Great transition. Um, we got a very special guest in the studio today in the sportatorium. We're all here in one room. It's the host of Loud About Nothing, one of my favorite new podcasts. It's the great Sebastian Canelli. So, Sebastian, welcome. What's up, guys? Thanks for having me. This is beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> um, first of all, I just want to clarify. I was kidding. We're not in the same room. We're actually all in different parts of the country. But mm-hmm. We're all in different parts of the country, all wearing masks on Zoom because we can't trust the computers. <laughs> no. Okay? You can't. Anyone that doesn't yeah. wear masks on Zoom, cancel them. Okay? If you don't wear a mask on FaceTime, I don't want to be your friends. Okay? I I actually recently was at a, I had to, I went to a Zoom wedding and there was a guy in attendance wearing a mask on the Zoom call. <laughs> <laughs> I was like hysterically laughing for a while and I later realized cuz he like turned the camera and he was in a like kindergarten class that he was teaching. Okay, that thank So you. I was like, okay, good, good. But at first I just thought it was this old guy that was afraid of yes. getting covid through his computer. Um <laughs> I heard they give you viruses. You know. <laughs> um, Sebastian, how are things in in Staten Island? It's so beautiful. I'll tell you this: we the the Staten Island has never been happier since Trump lost. Okay, oh, God. <laughs> I'll tell you this: people in Staten Island really can handle loss. While all the Trump supporters, you know, they're really graceful when they lose. <laughs> Yeah. Beauty and grace Trump supporters out in Staten Island. So it's a beautiful place I'm living. Have you I mean I I don't know. I assume you've probably been mostly staying at home, but yes. have you seen any displays of uh sore losers ship in Staten Island since November? I see I have a neighbor and he had a Trump sign and a Trump flag, right? Uh-huh. He, 
and he lost. I go out and I think to myself, like, I wonder what he's going to do with these sign and the flag. You uh-huh. know what he does? What? He gets another sign and puts it out. <laughs> <laughs> he doubled down. He didn't get rid of the Trump stuff. He added Trump stuff after he lost. Okay. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah, that's. Um, yeah, that's a Trump, bold move. And it's Trump's okay. not going away. Trump's not going away. And you know what? That guy, his, his daughter used to come. She was my age. She used to come over my backyard. We used to pay, play pirates and we would kiss under my fucking swing set. So I guess who's the <laughs> fucking winner now? Because your Trump ass is there. And me and your daughter used to play pirates and, and I would capture her. And then we go under. We fucking uh, smoochy smooch. Okay. I mean, I know it's a there's a pandemic happening, but is she around to play pirates again? Maybe a little smoochy. You want to know the, you want to know the truth? I think yeah. that she's actually uh, a lesbian now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> she's a lesbian and she never goes on the water. She refuses to go on cruise ships <laughs> and she's a lesbian. I don't know what I did to her, right? <laughs> but that's all that I'm saying. Hey, but that happens to the best of us. We probably all have, uh, you know, yes, old old flames who've crossed over to the other side, maybe due to <laughs> something that- we said or did, or maybe not. <laughs> think it had anything to do with I, with I, what I said. I think that she was just probably a girl in Staten Island that it's hard to come out here. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Also uh, saying that's crossed same over, here. Same. Also crossed over to the other side. Did you murder someone? Yeah, <laughs> I'm talking about murder. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Um, you know, I DM's John Edwards like, uh, recently. Do you know John Edwards, the, the medium? The Long Island medium? He's right? not Long yeah. Island. He's like the old school guy that would do readings. Oh, okay. I do remember. Yes, yeah. He 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 was like bald with a mustache. I think. I, I don't. I don't remember. It wasn't his looks that got me. It was his words <laughs> that really captured my soul. I DM'd him recently because I want to get a reading, and I was like, it would make my mother's life if you could fucking do this reading. He read the fucking message, and didn't even respond. What a scumbag! Okay, how so, long ago was that? This was like a couple months ago in quarantine. <laughs> I, the worst person, I DM people, I DM anyone I want. I, I, I don't care. I once DM'd Lizzo being like, I think that you're gorgeous and I think that you're very talented. Let me know if you're ever in Brooklyn and need a drink. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, why not? Shoot like, your shot. As shoot your shot. Say. And it's shoot like, your shot. as long as you're not segue to sports, even though we don't have to dwell on this, but. As long as you're not doing in the DMs with that Mets GM who just got fired. Yeah, man. What did you, you did you hear about that, Sebastian? No, what happened? So, <laughs> guys, correct me if I'm wrong about any of this, but the Mets who were just purchased by um, the uh, billionaire. Uh, Good guy, name? hedge fund manager, Steve Cohen. Steve Cohen. <laughs> Biggest hedge, they, hedge fund manager in the country or in the world, potentially. So okay. he's... He just bought the Mets, and one of his first hires was a general manager named uh, Jared Porter from the Cubs. And yesterday, like late yesterday, an unnamed reporter said that she sent him unsolicited unsolicited pictures in 2016. He sent he sent her. He sent her. Yeah. Sorry. yeah, he sent them to her. <laughs> he sent her. Let's. Yeah, he sent her like 60 text messages Jeez. and like punctuated by. A picture of his erect penis. Well, yeah, it was. So this this is something that's been kind of known for years. It's just that she she spoke up about it. Now the story came out yesterday because she's a foreign reporter, uh, and so she was saying like 
in her culture, you know, if women get put in these situations, it's, you know, they're the ones that are blamed. So she didn't want to say anything. She didn't want to hurt her career. She's not a reporter anymore. And yeah, the 60 text messages was just one sequence. It was 62 unanswered text messages that he sent culminating in the dick pic more offensive than the dick pic almost i know (laughs) how many text messages man yeah Uh, apparently he claimed that uh it wasn't actually his dick it was a a novelty stock photo (laughs) even more pathetic even more (laughs) pathetic he didn't even have the courage to send his own little weed <laughs> and he had sent photos of his bulge several times before, like with his pants on. And it's like, what um, the f- you're working your way up, I guess. I don't know. I guess so. That's a slow tease. <laughs> That's yeah. A, I've sent dick pics. You have? <laughs> yeah, I like to get ahead of it. I've sent dick pics. Okay. <laughs> but here's here's the thing. I only send after I've received a picture from a woman. Okay. Smart. That seems like the proper way. That's different. You know yeah. what? There's even a, there's even a feature. I don't know what your podcast. Uh, I don't know if this is where your podcast goes. Dude, but there's, yeah. there's even a feature where you could react to someone else's picture with the picture. And I'll tell you this: if someone sends you a naked picture, I totally think it's appropriate to react with with your naked picture. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, I, I agree. The only fair. yeah yeah, but um, you know, it is smart of you to get ahead of it though, because you never know where that but. <laughs> That's, yeah. that's totally okay if if you're reciprocating with uh, a dick pic after if if you want to, but this guy Wrong. didn't do that, no. so he got yeah. fired within hours of the news breaking. Basically, the next morning today, as of recording. But wait, Diego, this was known about like people knew. Well, this happened, but she didn't want to come forward. I think okay. it started in 2017 because he was a scout for the Cubs when it started. And he right. was just hired off the Diamondbacks because he was an assistant GM there after they won the World Series. So this started like in spring training. Um, Oof. And she was, you know, she was like, uh, in my culture, like if people send you a photo, even if they're a friend, you can, re- it's, it's okay. It's not weird. So she was like, I didn't understand the culture. I don't understand the language. She like needs an interpreter, but yeah, it was gross. And some of the worst pickup lines too, just not. Yeah, I, mean, yeah. The, the, I think the first one I saw was like, you're cute. Do you have a boyfriend yet? I could be your boyfriend. I could be your boyfriend. <laughs> there's there's also a selfie where like his mouth was like weirdly open, almost as if like he was trying to suck a dick or something. <laughs> there, yeah, there's a selfie of him like it's very it's weird guy, weird guy. I, I don't take delight in this happening, but I take delight in the Mets being uh, shamed because I don't like the Mets. <laughs> Yeah, you know, so the best part about the Mets is City Fields. It's a great stadium. It's a phenomenal stadium. I've been. Have you ever done? I've been to the Models Box there. Have you been done the Models Box? No. You could if you get like a collective group of people, and it's if you get like twenty people, it's a hundred dollars each. You get a luxury box, like all the way in left or right field, and it's all you could drink, all you could eat, buffet. And you're just all together hanging out in a luxury box, a box watching the game. It's amazing. That's that awesome. Amazing. I, yeah, that sounds great. I've had one time where I was in a luxury box. I think it was at the old Fulton or uh, Turner Field in Atlanta, but I was too young to really enjoy it. It was like my friend's mom's company's box or something. Uh-huh. But, you know, yeah, that's nice. Speaking of New York 
Sebastian, you grew up in New York City, right? Staten Island. Uh-huh. Born in Brooklyn, moved my ass to Staten Island. Right. So you're a real fucking New Yorker. I'm a real fucking New York. So I got to ask, since this is a sports podcast, okay. do you have like a favorite New York sports memory? I guess they would. It was like when the Yankees were fucking running shit in the in the like the mid nineties. Yeah, because I was a kid. I was just like a little kid, and I was just discovering what sports are. And I remember that like I I went and I waited online with my father. For some reason, there's this train store in um, Staten Island that always does autographs. I got Rakifi's autograph there. You know, remember the wrestler that would just Yo, shove yeah. his a- ass in people's faces? <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> I have a picture with him and a picture with his ass, of course, too, as a little boy. Right. Um, but for some, I went and uh, after they won the World Series, I forget which year uh, it was that we went and did this. Me and my dad waited in line and we got uh, we met Joe Girardi. And we got his autograph. And that was like, neither of us actually like baseball. But, you know, it's just those moments that like, it's like, this is what we're supposed to be doing. And it felt nice. (laughs) That was Joe Girardi when he was still playing, I assume, right? Yeah, Yeah, he was a catcher, I believe, at the time. Yeah, that was a a painful time for the Braves as us from Atlanta. But I imagine. Oh, yes. Exciting. Because that was maybe like 90. Six or ninety nine or something. Ninety six, uh, I think, because I was like a little kid. I must have been seven years old or something at that point in time. Yeah, that was we hated the Braves up here. But you know, oh that. yeah, yeah. I mean, you had good reason. Uh, the Braves were good. Plus John Rocker. I'm sure you have mm-hmm. feelings about John Rocker. Of course, of course, <laughs> I do. But I will say this: it created Eastbound and Down. So I let we'll <laughs> all forgive because that literally one of the funniest shows I've ever seen. <laughs> and it's not a stretch. I've uh, I've had two encounters with John Rocker. One of them, when I okay. went and saw The Dark Knight at uh, the movie theater at Fifth Plaza, he was with like some woman just like, they were like basically having sex in the theater. Like they weren't doing anything. <laughs> and then when I used and the, to work- And The Dark Knight was a crowded movie theater. It, it was very like, crowded. Yeah. You weren't seeing B movie on its fifth week out. Nope. You know what I mean? The nope. Dark Knight was filling houses. And he's like 6'6". Six, six. He's a big dude. So you don't miss him. You can't hide. It's no. ridiculous. <laughs> and then when I worked at the radio, I worked at a sports talk radio station in Atlanta for a little bit. And, you know, we talked shit about that guy. And there was an event where one of the main hosts who had talked shit about him was there and John showed up and he was furious and he started screaming at him and they were about to start a fight and he got kicked out of the room. So it was like full on Kenny Powers meltdown. Wow, that's epic. Yeah, it was yeah, great. That's pretty awesome. It was great. He used to come to uh, my cousin was a cocktail waitress at this bar in Atlanta and apparently he would go all the time and hit on the waitresses. I saw him one time. He is massive and he's like grown his hair out now. So he just, he's this massive like wrestler with a tiny head and like hair to his shoulder. He's Uh very. Yeah. He's like still like jacked and looks like he does steroids. He he looks like a mid nineties wrestler because he's got like a crazy, crazy, like fake tan. And he's like Jack. He's just insane. Hulk Hogan vibes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, Sebastian, I bet, and tell me if I'm wrong, uh-huh. but I bet if he said all that shit that he said then, now, <laughs> it's 
Staten Islanders would be like, this is our guy. We yes. got to make a trade. <laughs> yes. Yeah. There's a weird thing that's happening. Staten Island's becoming the South a little bit. Also, yeah. I just want to throw that out there. Just Staten Island has a little bit of a Georgia feel. Okay. Absolutely. I, well, Georgia's I mean, blue now. now. I was going to say Georgia's technically bluer than Staten Island now, I guess. <laughs> it's actually getting crazy. It's actually wild. Like I saw, I went to the grocery store and I saw a woman with a Trump mask and she had it on her forehead. Okay. That's the sort of situations that are happening here. I literally walked into this. It's literally, they don't believe in science out here. It's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. Take me to church. I fucking love the set out. And I go to the grocery store and there's a guy that's supposed to take your temperature as you're walking in. He's got one of those guns. He's not wearing a mask. (laughs) inside he's not wearing a mask and he's taking people's temperature well he's fine it's everyone else (laughs) so yeah it's uh i i told these guys like as soon as i moved i mean i'm i'm in like a weird part of jersey city but just across the river in manhattan where i was staying from there to here the mask usage rate has gone down a good 50 percent yeah uh people just don't care i guess i don't know but yeah i don't know it's a little staten island bleeds over into jersey Uh or vice versa Uh, yeah i think that um so there was this like great migration of like people that lived in brooklyn that all moved to staten island once the varitana bridge opened and then they all moved from staten island out to new jersey because in reality all the people that i'm like talking about are like lower middle class Mm mm-hmm so and things shit just gets more and more expensive and they get pushed out because they want to have homes for families. Right? right. So so there is this migration happening. Yeah. My uh, neighbor talks to me sometimes and he, he goes, I heard that you used to live in Brooklyn. And he goes, wow, what was that like? And I'm just like, we're fucking 30 minutes. <laughs> you got to pay $12 for the bridge, but you can get your ass there pretty easy. bro. So exotic. <laughs> it's truly like, I was like, yeah, it was nice. He goes, what was the neighborhood that you lived in? I was like, Ben Stuy. And he was like, well, yeah, that's okay now. <laughs> like, like he's tiptoeing, but like he's confused about the situation. It's great. It's great. I'm always. Yeah, happy. I think I think those old Brooklyn, Staten Island people have a very different when they hear Brooklyn or like the parts of Brooklyn where young people are moving to now. They remember when it was like you had to like run to the subway to not get mugged a hundred percent i when i moved to bed my parents like i had to they were like no no don't you can't you can't i was like ma dad come to come to look at the neighborhood before i moved there and they drove and it was like literally a, a, a like a white a white woman with a baby carriage running, like jogging on the street. And it was like 7 p.m. at night. And I was like, see, mom, this is like, it can't get safer. This woman's jogging with a baby on the block, okay? Yeah. Yeah. yeah but then has- I moved in, and the first week I got my car broken into. So, so there is some truth to that. Yeah, there. you're definitely uh, property, property, like cars getting broken into, yeah, but I... I don't know of many people who've had like violent altercations in New York City since I moved here in 2010. Do you think but, it's gonna get violent? I, I I know this is not. Never mind. Never mind. Actually, <laughs> no. I I think it's we could. 
I I don't know. I thought it would have already, but it it I don't know. Doesn't seem yeah. like it's gotten that bad. Yeah, at the beginning of the pandemic, I was worried that bad things were going to happen because people were losing jobs and there was no yeah relief or anything. But we got six hundred dollars, man. Everyone's good now. Yeah, recovered. No, but yeah. like now that I live in a small town uh, here in Buffalo, New- beautiful Buffalo, New York City, or New York. Um, the, nose, having- the nose of New York. The nose of New York. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> They're having weird stuff here. It's so bizarre to me because I've never lived in like a real small town. I mean, like I know Atlanta is not as big as New York City, but it's a big city. Mm-hmm. And so it's like you do certain things or you behave certain ways where here people are like, oh my God, crime's up. Someone stole a car. I left it running and then I walked away and went back inside the house and someone drove it off. And I'm like, why would you do that? Why the fuck? Would, I, I know you're heating up your car, but like you stay with it. You don't just leave it unattended. Like, we can't lock Staten doors Island. anymore. It's like, they yeah. They do that in Staten Island too. They, yeah. they literally, but they do it worse. They leave the door open. They go, I fucking dare you. That's yeah. I fucking dare you to steal my car. That's different. <laughs> it's a little different. Yours is coming from a sweet, innocent place. They literally will triple park, just open their door and walk away, walk into the Panera to chit chat. To, to, buy, to buy Adderall from the kid at the fucking counter and then leave with a fucking souffle, you know? Yeah, right. Well, everyone's a cop, though, right? Everyone's a cop. Everyone's yeah, a cop, so. but ev- everyone's kids are on drugs. So it's a it's a weird balance. You can't yeah. run on your own. Yeah. Diego, are you wearing- like by- are you wearing an Illuminati QAnon shirt? What I'm is wearing that? a QAnon shirt, baby. <laughs> Are you actually? Oh it's no, thank God. St. Vitus Bar in uh, St. Vitus Bar in Greenpoint, Brooklyn. It couldn't oh, be yeah. more. Couldn't dumb. be more. It's, it it could be couldn't more be, but the frame we have it did it's look like a, a QAnon. QAnon. <laughs> A Q in a triangle. I was yep. like, what's happening up yep. here? Diego's uh driving to Albany tomorrow to storm the state capitol. Yeah, so. I'm hey. sick of I'm sick of people drinking baby's blood, you know? I, I feel you. Somebody's got to take a stand. Yeah, you know. I feel you. I'll tell you this. <laughs> babies, please, ever, thoughts and prayers with babies because they're all lacking blood right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> thoughts and prayers with these little babies. It sounds like based on what you're telling us about Staten Island, that you actually by comparison are like mild mannered and, and a meek person compared to most Staten Islanders. You know, you know, when the bagel boss, the bagel boss came out, (laughs) the guy who yelled at the, it was like, he was yelling about, he couldn't get a date, even though he's a nice guy. (laughs) Yes. He's just screaming. He goes, I'm short, but I deserve this. Give me a bagel. And he's screaming. Everyone, when that was being shared around the internet, everyone was like, oh my God, I can't believe this. I can't believe this. I I didn't even watch it twice because I was like, this was my life. This is not even a big deal for me. I would play CYO basketball and fathers would get kicked out for throwing chairs over a game that the score was 16 to 18. You know? The toxic, the toxic masculinity here is wild. So yes, I am. I would say that people will probably call me bad words uh, at yeah. Staten Island because <laughs> of how meek and mild mannered I am. But then I go to the city and I'm the biggest scumbag everyone's ever met. So like, I don't. Where do I belong? That is a tough. That's a tough uh, situation because, mm-hmm. yeah. Even though I, it's so weird living in New York City for ten years. I think you might be the only Staten Islander that I know. Uh, I know a couple others. Okay. 
But yes. they don't travel much, is my point. Like they they kind of stay stay there. There's also so the others that you know that uh, uh, you could. Uh, this isn't live. Oh, right? okay. I do know. I do know a couple. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they're yeah. very different. Yes, yeah. they're very yeah. different. <laughs> And here's the thing. I grew up in like the Italian blue collar part of Staten Island that people think about. Right. And then there's people that grew up on the North Shore, which is more diverse and has like that might be where the so the Wu-Tang's from like a bad area. But then there's also other schools on the North Shore that were diverse and stuff like that. And then there's the rich part, which the Joes are from. Congratulations. Okay. <laughs> that's that's a nice part that they're from. Uh, that's phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, and then I'm from like what everyone thinks it is. It's like the suburbs, but everyone sucks. But it's interesting you say that it's becoming more Southern because to me, having grown up like in the suburbs of Atlanta, because Kevin and Jimmy are more like Atlanta kids. I grew up outside the city. Uh It's the same. It's just the accent is different. You know what I mean? And we even do it, too. Like, you know, we make fun of those folks because like I I was at basketball games where my coach got into a fight because they called a foul on his son who was on our team. And he was like, that's bullshit. No way. And then the a man got up from the stairs like, "Are you calling my wife a liar?" <laughs> <laughs> she was the scorekeeper, and they got into it. And it was like, "All right, epic." <laughs> yeah, so we're from the, the same, same place. It's, it's the, the same. same. It's just place. the accent. And the accent just, changes for some reason. There's a little more class, you know. <laughs> I mean, I, I think both sides. You could say that about both sides. I don't know. They're yeah. they both. They probably both seem classier if you haven't lived among them. Here's the question about the South I have um, is so there we have a lot of like presentational money, like everyone in my like I remember I would go over to my friend's house. They would have an Escalade in the driveway. Their house would be big. You go inside. It smelled like dirty laundry. Okay, <laughs> Like it would be an empty house that smells like dirty laundry. Right. Is that the is that is do they flex and flaunt like that in the South? I mean, I guess I would say the people who would say, <laughs> are you calling my waffle liar? Uh, <laughs> they probably wouldn't flex my, because I'm, I'm basically thinking of my relatives who are those people and uh-huh. they wouldn't, they might just like buy a nice pickup truck. I guess it's just a different version. A nice they'd pickup have, truck. They have and, underground pools instead of above ground pools. Right. Like, you can use that thing. You can use that thing till damn near November. Or they get boats, <laughs> they get boats, boats, you know, to go fishing or go to Lake Lanier like that. Like in my area, that's what the people who would flex would do. It's like, oh, yeah, I got that boat, man. Go down fishing. There's a houseboat. We can go have a party. Yeah. Having hunting, yeah. having hunting gear is a big, a big thing but for a lot of those people. I, I do feel like it's kind of almost more just an American thing, like the having the big house that like doesn't have any furniture in it because <laughs> Kelly <laughs> Kelly, my wife, watches all these HGTV shows, and it'll uh-huh. be like a remodeling show. And these people show the, these this family's house from the outside, and it'll look pretty nice. But then you go inside, and it just looks like shit. And they're yeah. like, "Yeah, they don't have furniture. They don't have anything on the walls." <laughs> That's it's like, so uh, sad. It's true. It's, it's, it is kind of sad. And even after they redo the houses, because my mom watches those HGTV shows, even if they, they they redo it, they just fill it with fucking stuff from Kohl's. You know what yeah, I mean? Oh, yeah. This shit's going to be bad yeah. in six months. Yeah, exactly. It's like the generic shit that's selling right now. Yeah. Yeah. Live, laugh, um, love. Yes. 
<laughs> yes, who rescued who and they have like the, the, the husband and the wife, right? Yeah. Um a spoil a spoiled Rottweiler lives here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jimmy, I hadn't thought about that because I used to do I, what am I? I used to do after school programs where I would dress up like a mad scientist and trick kids into learning. Okay, as, well that's a story. <laughs> Jesus, skating by that one. As bonus money, though, I would they would hire us to do birthday parties in people's houses when like launch rockets and make slime and shit. You're not kidding. I went to so many houses that were huge and beautiful on the outside. And then like the mattress on the ground, like a one, yeah. they have a TV, always a TV, but nowhere to sit <laughs> yeah. and watch it. Those people all defaulted on their mortgages. I have to assume or yeah. something Probably. or they're locked into like a balloon mortgage where the rate is just like, going massively up and down they're paying but twice as much that's not our worries that's the gen generation above us has to worry how they got fucked with with uh mortgages we will never own property that's no. so beautiful <laughs> we'll just never own <laughs> we'll never own we property don't have to worry about it we yeah. don't have to worry about mortgages because i'm never gonna own lands okay <laughs> no there's no way uh i i like the only the only people i can think of who own property are the most successful people I know. <laughs> yes. The 1% of anyone we know is the only people that owns Me a house. Meanwhile, my dad bought a house in Atlanta in the early 80s for like $10,000 while he was a truck driver. It's just like, yeah, I guess I'll buy this. Yeah. Like, he was not making good money. He's still not. He asked me for No, that's not true. <laughs> yeah, don't drag your dad. Come on. What are you doing right here? But I'm, I'm just saying. This. My dad sucks. You know, he's calling me in the middle of the night. He's hammered. He goes, I need 50 bucks for this Kyola Coke dealer. <laughs> Kevin, I can't believe you just said all of that. Okay. No, no. He's a great guy, but it was just it was so much fucking easier in their generation to just buy property. You're just like lazy, Kevin. You're just lazy. We're You're all lazy. lazy. We're all lazy. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Uh, well, one, we're all fools for what we what we tried to do. Okay? Let's just throw that out. We're fucking ourselves. I can't believe where any of us are complaining about owing property. I literally chose a career of pretending. Okay? Yeah. That's true. Uh, you're right. I yeah, can't. I, I can't complain. But yeah, I've also, I have no one to blame. Yeah. I also have had plenty of you know other jobs, and uh, none of them pay very well. <laughs> no, no, but, I know. I know it's hard for. I mean, my my twin has a phenomenal job, and she's like, she doesn't own property. Where does Where does she live? She lives on the Upper East Side. Easy, Kevin. What's her What's the address? Could we no. <laughs> You know what? Uh, you know what? Um, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I met your twin. I met. I met your whole family. They're all great. I think the whole family or most. Yeah, of them. I think you met my whole family. Um, yeah, my family's my family's nice. My, yeah, they're great. You, the they're... more that I spent quarantine with that, I when I was younger, we used to butt heads, but that was more because I was uh a little mischievous. <laughs> <laughs> I, th I think looking back, there's one person to blame. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I go, my family sucks. And then looking back, I go, they weren't still making it from my room. Okay. They weren't sneaking into my room, taking $20 so they could go get a uh, 20 of Coke. Okay. There was one of us that was doing that. Right. 
so then I realized my family didn't suck. It was <laughs> so one of us had to deal with some issues. You're just going through a phase that happens. Going through. A ph- Thank you. You know, nowadays, everyone says it's blah, blah, do that. They're struggling. Meta. I was just going through a phase. <laughs> yeah, you're nice. good now. I am good now. I, I, I'm great now. Besides for my eating, my eating is atrocious. <laughs> I, it's the one thing that's still the, the devil is still inside of me with my food. Okay. What what is I mean eating's hard because you just have to do it. So yeah. it's like you can't just put it down. Um especially in COVID. It's uh yes. it's hard not to just eat all day. What what's everybody's go-to current go-to quarantine snack? Okay. Okay. I'll tell you this. Tostitos, melted mm-hmm. cheese, and then I got individual guacamole. I dip it in afterwards. Like one of those little plastic ramekins of guacamole? Yep. Yep. And I, I eat about three of those because I, I like to I like to see portion sizes and then defeat them. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I, I buy individual bags of chips so I feel stronger because I ate four of them. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's my go to. Yeah, um, and there's, there's an art to melting the cheese. It's what is it? Very delicate. Ba- you got to be uh, looking at the microwave because because if you wait too long, it's just one chip. It's just one chip that the cheese is all hard. What kind of cheese are we using here? I'm using Price Club Costco because I'm at home with my parents. So they they order uh, fresh uh, whatever Instacart from Costco. I use Mexican blends, cheddar and uh, uh, like uh, spicy, like a pepper jack. Do you guys have like a convection oven? Maybe throw it in the convection oven. Too long. If I if I want chips, I got to get them in me ASAP. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good point. Yeah. By the way, speaking of convection ovens, this, this whole air fryer craze, I just found out that's just like. They're repackaging a convection oven, and I think that's bullshit. Is yeah. that what it is? Because I've I see people post about air fryers, and you know, of course, I'm intrigued. <laughs> but I'm like, what? <laughs> but like, what does it actually do? I don't understand how it works. So They're different. They're better. They're better. They're yeah. better, Kevin. I have one. I have one, and I am a spokesman. Okay. <laughs> they are much better than convection ovens because they do capture some of the crispiness. Okay. Um, I'll take your word for it. Maybe I'll give it a shot. Jimmy, do you have a go-to quarantine snack you got going? Um, I mean, I always like to have uh, pretzels with peanuts. That's mm-hmm. a weird one I picked up from my dad where you have like a couple of pretzels and a, like a pretzel with like two um, like dry roasted peanuts. You get it all in the same bite. So you make a little dick. You make a little dick. One pretzel, two drivers and peanuts. (laughs) I hate to say it, but your snack is making little dicks and putting them in your mouth. I mean, if you go with the tiny, the tiny sticks, yes, it is a little dick. (laughs) I usually go. I usually go with the the classic rolled, you know, the Uh, the like W shaped pretzel, the mini twists. um, But Diego, what's your go to current quarantine snack? I've rediscovered Cheetos. Uh, and I've been hitting a lot of Cheetos. I get the jalapeno flavor, the flaming hot with limon now with a little lime Ooh. kick to them. I like those a lot. You get crunchy or, or crunchy. Puff. I don't like puffs. I prefer crunchy as well. Yeah. I feel like most people like puff better. I prefer I the like crunchies. Me too. I, yeah. I ate five bags of uh, 
flaming hot cheetos the other day and then drank a two liter of diet sunkist and then my shit was bright red. <laughs> <laughs> so i think i'm taking a break from fucking <laughs> cheetos for a minute because i told you this i i faced death when that happened i fa- i looked at that i looked at right in his eyes okay I did a lot of Reddit, a lot of Google. I'll tell you this. WebMD did not make me feel better. Reddit, mm. oof, that's who I trusted. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's the people speaking. Yes. My, yeah. My, uh, my girlfriend loves to pull up this video from last Christmas before COVID where my, mom, uh, my aunt, who is from, she's from near where Diego grew up. She got her present uh, from her, her boyfriend. And then my aunt is like in her seventies, but he gave her her present. She unwrapped it. <laughs> it was just a bag of Cheetos, and she goes, "I eat Cheetos. He knows I love Cheetos." <laughs> and he was like, <laughs> "It was adorable and hilarious." Um, I would share the yeah. I'll show you guys. I'll send you guys the vid. You'll, yeah. you'll love it. Um, That's true love. It's great. Yeah. Um, that is. I don't. I, I buy fucking so expensive sneakers and I open it and I almost feel nothing inside. Mm-hmm. I wish I could feel that for a bag of Cheetos. <laughs> I got I want to ask about uh, sneakers, but first. Well, what's I your feel, snack? Yeah, what's I, your snack first? That's what I, I got to give my snack. Um, I like to mix it up with the snacks, but you know, those little fucking. There's like two that I I've been going for. You know those little circular individually wrapped like little wheels of cheese. Mm-hmm. Do you know baby, what I'm talking about? I don't baby, know. Baby bells. Yeah, exactly. That's it. Yes. Those things, man. Like they're dangerous because I I'll just pop a, a couple of those. Uh, the only thing that stops me is the the unwrapping is a pain in the ass. But mm-hmm. they got like different. They've got like black pepper ones you can do. Ooh. And then also, um, have you the? I highly recommend the lemon pepper, uh, or it's like lemon hummus from whichever hummus company has the black top on it. Mm, uh, sure. Not Sabra. That, that might tribe? be Sabra. It might be Tribe. I don't it's remember. Tribe. I think it's yeah. Tribe. Good call. Yeah. Good call. <laughs> yeah. Good Those call are... on that. Good looks on that fucking hummus wrap, bro. Good looks. <laughs> But the um, wing, wings are becoming my new snack because they're just everywhere here. Oh, that's nice. That's a, that's I, a I have, fancy snack. My wing intake has gone up so much. I, I yeah, actually, I speaking of convection ovens, though, I found out I'll send all you guys the uh, recipe. If you, if you don't have a fryer at home, you want to make wings, you can make really crispy wings. Baking powder. Exactly. Yeah, yeah bro. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> of course. Yeah. I know all the fucking tricks in the book. I know I all the healthy tricks for food and all the shitty tricks, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, since I, Diego, like you with wings, since I moved back to Atlanta, I've been eating a lot of queso, too. Mm, hell yeah. Because there are uh, a lot of Mexican restaurants down here, and every single one of them has queso. And it was harder to find in New York, man. Yeah. You know? They actually have a lot of Mexican restaurants where I moved in Jersey that have much better like Tex-Mex than mm-hmm. most of New York. I don't know why, but and I just tried for the first time yesterday beef tongue tacos. Yeah, lengua. Ooh. Lengua. I'd never had it. It's um, good. It was maybe a mistake to try it after I'd taken a half tab of acid and <laughs> <it was> just... <laughs> 
I'll t- no food tastes good on acid. Yeah, it, when it was still good, but when I was thinking about how my tongue was rubbing up against a cow's tongue, oh yeah, that was a little too trippy. <laughs> tongue me. on tongue, you were kissing, uh, you were kissing and swallowing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you're already, you're already going. You weren't coming up. I was, yeah. I because when going. you're coming up, it's you can't eat shit. No, but um, it was a great day to do that and watch nonstop NBA. You're having a good quarantine, huh, Kev? Taking half tabs of asses on the casual? On the casual? <laughs> Celebrating MLK that way? Yeah, you know, I, I'm not nonchalant about it. I, I've only done it twice, but uh, oh. it was a good, it was good, though. And I think MLK would want everyone to do that. You know, makes you think about things different. You know, this is good, Kev. You said it, I didn't. Okay, beautiful. <laughs> he would, yeah, he would. Uh, MLK, his the I whole think Kev can thing. speak. Kev can speak on MLK's behalf. Kev, I think yes. that's safe. It's okay. I brought up the dick pic right after you brought up a shitty dick pic guy. Okay, we all have our moments. Okay, <laughs> we have our moments. Um, I'm queuing on. You know, you're not I worse know, than you're me. Q. You're yeah. not worse than me. I eat, penis, so I eat penis pretzels. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! But I was gonna ask because, <laughs> um, because I was you know really mesmerized by the NBA action. Saw some great sneakers, and I know we got like a sneaker guy here. Yes. So, what's your best uh, sneaker purchase of quarantine, or what's your most desired sneaker? Okay. Okay. Two. Di- two. Okay. Uh, all right. So in quarantine. My sneaker game has been elevated, okay? I haven't reached uh, enlightenment, but my sneaker game has, okay? I watch, (laughs) that's my go-to YouTube videos, and I watch a lot of sneaker videos. I always know the releases. I'm always buying drops. Uh, I always, like, put my name in for raffles. Uh, I also don't pay rent, so I've truly become the Staten Island people I hated. (laughs) I'm wearing $500 sneakers. I have no place to bring the girl home to, okay? That's the sort of vibes we have. (laughs) My best, my most expensive sneaker are these. Uh, I have, uh, these are Jordan 4 Unions. Are they within arm's reach? Could we get a close-up on those? Oh, Nice. Oh, so that's uh, that's a nice looking. Sneak. What color are those soles? I can't tell. They're like a yellowish. Yellow. A yellow. And if you open the tongue, it turns into a longer tongue that has the Jordan symbol. But you mm-hmm. get to choose if you open it or not. And so these are like my fanciest shoe that I've bought in quarantine. Have you worn those yet? No, I because I could still sell them. I could still sell them back. So I might not. I might not wear them. I've. Only I've actually only worn one. I, if I'm being totally honest, <laughs> if I'm being totally honest, I probably bought 15 plus pairs of sneakers in quarantine. You know, that's there's no shame in that. Also, friend of the pod, Jamal Sadayo, uh, uh-huh. he's probably bought far more vintage NBA jerseys than yeah, you he bought. Got, pairs jerseys got him this quarantine. Yeah, we he has, he has a child that he's <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I DM with me and Jamal talk and because we fucking we uh, enable each other. We enable each other for these purchases. <laughs> he'll send me this. He'll be like, he'll be like, you're the only person. I hope Jamal's wife doesn't listen. He goes, you're the only person I'm going to tell the actual price to this jersey. <laughs> and because I'll go, I spent this much money on this. Yada, yada. Jamal sent me a jersey. 
in Cornwall. He sent, he sent me a jersey too. What did he get you? He got me a Tracy McGrady magic jersey, which is amazing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dan, that's awesome. A little T Mac action. Yeah. Yes. I I wore this summer. He gave me um uh a Vince Carter. Um oh. no, no, sorry. It's not Vince Carter. It's a Grizzlies jersey. Fuck, I'm blanking on the name, but it's like legit uh 90s era Vancouver Grizzlies with uh who was it Bibby who, who was Bibby. The big? it was Bibby it was, it was Bibby. a Bibby jersey right. big country it wasn't big country yeah <laughs> that would have been a, that would have been too on the nose I would have been like dude I can't wear this in New York City and uh but I told I wore it out for the, fr- the first time last summer and I told Melissa my girlfriend I was like watch this I guarantee you I'm gonna get compliments on the street on this jersey and it's a conversation starter. It's, it feels good. And you know why? I'll tell you why I stepped my sneaker game up. I used to be kind of into sneakers and I would buy sneakers at like Foot Locker. And I'm not shading at being shady to anyone that buys sneakers at Foot Locker. I wish I could go back to the days I didn't care, you know, because it's a sickness. Because <laughs> uh, and so I remember I, I had these like Jordan ones. I don't know if you know, but mids are looked down upon. So Jordan one highs are the way to go, but they're like always much more expensive. These are Jordan ones like this, like the classic, like just check, you know, Um, and they're probably my favorite type of sneaker. And so basically I was walking and I was with this girl and we were doing the first. It was our first date. We were doing coffee and she was hot and rich. Okay, she was hot. (laughs) And when I say rich, she had family money. Okay. She's right now in her Miami apartment. chilling. Okay. So, um, and we're walking down the street and some guy stopped me and he goes, yo, good dope sneakers. And I go, thanks. Cause I thought I was like, these are foot locker. They're nice. Jordan one mids. And then he looked at him and he goes, actually, never mind. Those fucking suck. <laughs> <laughs> and he looked at me and he shamed me because they were almost cool. And so after that moment, I was like, I need to do a little research if I want to be a part of this world. Yeah, that's why I just like I just buy a pair of like high top vans and wear those till they wear wear out because I'm like afraid to step into the. There's a couple of easy purchases that you can make that will step you into the normal game. All right. I don't know. An Air Force One, a a high top blazer like these are shoes that will like even vans are good, though. Yeah, they're good. But when I was when I was in high school, I tried to do the sneaker thing a little bit early Uh on. Did you guys at your high school? Did they also do um, this? Might have just been in the south, but you get the nice sneakers, and then you get one of those big leather NASCAR brand jackets. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? I know what you're that talking was, about. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't a thing at my school, but I remember when that was a big thing, especially I think like in the late '90s, early 2000s. Yeah, the NASCAR jackets. Yeah, it's like a big. I remember one kid had this huge black and yellow nascar jacket with the m&ms on it Mm -hmm. and (laughs) it's like at the time i was like that's fucking goofy but now that's pretty cool it was the nascar jacket (laughs) the sneakers the nascar jacket and the looney tunes shirt underneath the jacket yes the the five x looney tunes the warner brothers yep yes (laughs) yes yeah it was never nascar jackets for us it was more um 
like uh, for jacket wise, it was like North Face. You had to have like a big puffy North Face coat or for like a regular clothes. It was like velour jumpsuits. Mm-hmm. Believe Dude. it or not, Staten Island is a big velour jumpsuit. Now. <laughs> I, I think since I live in uh, Jersey now, I'm I think me and uh, Melissa are going to buy matching velour jumpsuits. And oh. just walk around. Oh, <laughs> this is good. I'm so happy you're assimilating. I'm so happy. I used to wear the I used to wear the brightest uh, velour jumpsuits. I would have a, a baby blue one, a bright yellow one, the brightest colors. And I would cut school. And the security guard at my school, she, she would say to me, she goes, Sebastian, Sebastian, I saw you cutting school the other day. We saw you running away from the school. I go, no, that wasn't me. She, she goes, if you're going to do that, you literally can't be the biggest kid in school with a bright yellow velour jumpsuit. We see you the whole half mile down the block. <laughs> she goes, everyone knows it's you. You're wearing the brightest jumpsuit we've ever seen. And not only is that, it's the jumpsuit. And like, you, you also probably had like pretty bright blonde hair back then. And it was all sticking up. I would try to make it look like a mini, like, like a mini Afro or it was a very gelled and proper, you know? <laughs> I also yeah. used to wear Under Armour underneath my clothes to make myself look a little more svelte. <laughs> I, hey, man. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I should of... do that now. Um, yeah, I, don't know. I actually heard that it's bad for your body. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, it like it like makes your muscles not work <laughs> because it, the, it's like holding all your muscles up for you. That's okay. why all my muscles aren't working right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Every, yeah. every, I would be so ripped if I didn't wear the fucking Under Armour for, for six months in high school. Wait, but um, you did. I saw you were watching some of those NBA games yesterday, right? Are you buying in as a are you are you a Nets fan now? I'm a Nets fan. I'm a Have Nets you always fan. been. No. And you, the truth is, I would see a lot of Nets games growing up. We would go out to Jersey to watch Nets games. But I like the Knicks. I was a Knicks fan for especially like the Allen Houston, Latrell Sprewell. Latrell Sprewell was like the coolest suit ever. Okay, and um, the Garden, even when the Knicks sucked, was too expensive. Yeah, that's why I've never been. I've never been. Yeah, I've wanted to go. Wow. Yeah, I've only been once. So we would go to uh, Nets games. And Mm -hmm. so I always like so I had like. Stefan Marbury jerseys or like uh Canby jerseys. Oh no, excuse me, not Canby, uh like Lopez jerseys or shit like that, like from back in the day, right? Um or Jason Williams, right? Jason Kidd and Jason Carrie Kittles. Gary Kittles, yes. Keith, Keith Van, Van Horn. Horn. <laughs> Keith yeah. Van Horn, thank you, thank you. Vince Carter. Vince Carter, really? Yeah. Wow, that's embarrassing. Uh I, it wasn't where he made his name, but no, yeah. But yeah. Yeah, they had uh, some fun teams in the 90s. They were good. They made it to the finals. It was just that the Spurs and Pop were always in the way. Yeah. But I'm buying in for Brooklyn. I mean, I watched that game yesterday. They are they, – they have a lot of – I mean, it's fucking Harden and Durant. It's, and Harden's passing the ball. And it's, yeah. it's wild. <laughs> <laughs> Kyrie practiced today, so he's getting back into the mix. It's yeah. um, They are – they're going to be a franchise. Mm. Yeah. And I love their uh, new jerseys. I'm all about that. That like the new like uh, what's his name? Uh, John Basquiat. Basquiat. He, he designed yes. the new jerseys. I think they're phenomenal. I got to say that their court on TV makes me think there's something wrong with the color on my TV. Yeah. The wood. It's like a flat gray. 
and it's uneven. It's like, I don't know. It seems like a design choice, but it, it functionally is weird on television. Have you been to the Barclays Center? Mm-hmm. I, no, it kind of sucks, in my opinion. I, it's, it's too yeah. steep. It's too steep. Yeah. It was also I saw uh, an Islanders game there also, which was horrible. <laughs> it was a horrible experience to see the Islanders there. Um, but I, I've been to like other things. It's like way too steep, I think, in my opinion, for a stadium. Yeah, I feel like the concourse, too, is like really narrow. Like when you're yeah. walking to go to the bathroom or the concessions or whatever, it feels kind of tight in well- there. And I know they black out the crowd because they're one of the few arenas that blacks out the the crowd on TV. It's like they do it at Staples too, but the concourse is also just too dark. Like especially when you're mm-hmm. up high, I don't know. There's it feels weird. Hard to see. Yeah, yeah. yeah and, and I can't speak to the interior, but the exterior, it's pretty goofy. I mean, it looks like it's all rusted. It's you know very. They made a design choice, but it's like yeah, it's kind of bizarre. And they have that stupid thing on the garden on the top of it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Who do you think yeah. you are? I guess they're Brooklyn. We're yeah. Brooklyn, motherfuckers. Okay. Yeah, they couldn't have they couldn't have done more with the exterior of that building to make it like we really want to endear ourselves to Brooklyn, but only the uh, gentrifiers who came here. Not a hundred percent. Not the people who we're hoping that will actually follow this team if they're good. Um, I mean, and that's the sick part. They want the people with the with the money. <laughs> yeah. The one because I lived in that neighborhood and people like they're so pissed about gentrification over there. Right. But my voice saves my ass for the locals. <laughs> my voice literally. I'll, <laughs> this is crazy. This is crazy. I don't imagine. Like my one neighbor was like, I had to move from here to here. Uh, and I go, I go, you're telling me the gentrification, they're, they're pushing me out too. <laughs> I, go, I go, yeah, I was, I, I, I was born here and they're pushing me all the way out here. <laughs> it's just lies. I'm just lying to this guy. And so ever since then, he loved me and he would be like, be like hey, Sebastian, we got a spot over here. And he'd like, and he'd like move his car and save me spots because he thought that I was being affected. By <laughs> You're telling me I had to leave my parents' house. This is that island. I know. They gentrified me right out of my own room. So I'm probably the worst gentrifier there is. I mean, I don't know. About I don't know that. about that. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. So if, if I if I had a um if I had a New York accent, I would I would lean on it so hard. Uh, yeah. If I were. Oh, yeah. Um. But whatever. Uh. <laughs> I actually you could fake one. You could you could probably fake one pretty good, Kev. I wouldn't feel calm. I could fake it, but to do it in front of someone actually from here, I would I would immediately crumble. Go ahead. I'll close my eyes. Go ahead. Let me let me shoot me with. The oh, where, where where am I from? Give me give me a. Mm. Where are you from? You're from yeah, what part? You're, uh, you're from uh, Bay Ridge. <laughs> Bay Ridge. Where, <laughs> okay. where J- Jimmy's aunt and uncle are from. I'm just going to do an impression. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, yeah, I'm just um, from uh, right over there in Bay Ridge, and uh, I'm going to get a uh, piece of uh, pizza pie over here. No, no, you cannot be doing that. You keep that inside. <laughs> that was bad. Yes. It was like sort of family guy, Peter Griffin. with a. Uh, yeah, I should just do that. Like, yeah, I'm from New York, too. I'm a uh, security guard <laughs> at the Quahog Mall. <laughs> Yeah, I got uh, gentrified right out. My son Stewie died. Um, <laughs> but um, 
I've uh, never told anyone about that gentrification thing, not even my roommates. That's amazing. <laughs> um, it's a really, I, I appreciate your honesty and it's a knee jerk thing that I would, I would do too if I could. Yeah. Oh, you're freaking kidding me over here. That's... <laughs> You have no, you have no idea. I also love that. I love being in conversations where I, everything is scary. Every direction that they go in, I'm nervous about. I used to wear baseball hats for like baseball teams. I don't know, like the Washington Nationals. And then people would be like, you're a Nationals fan. I go, don't even get me fucking started. (laughs) (laughs) I do. I do a 30 minute conversation with the dude and I'll just shoot. I'll just shoot generic, generic or like responses back. and be like, blah, blah, I was doing this. I'd be like, and you're telling me you're telling me. <laughs> and my friends will look over and they'll be like, Sebastian's been talking to this guy about the nationals for 30 minutes. He can't name a single player. That's amazing. That's like a only like only a New Yorker would have that arsenal of phrases that express so much without actually saying anything a hundred i i know i could i have so many phrases that mean absolutely nothing and i could use for every scenario (laughs) um (laughs) my favorite one that i do is it is what it is it is what it is is clearly my favorites because Mm -hmm. you could say uh, someone could be like i have cancer it's not looking good i'd be like oh i'm so sorry and they'd be like i'm gonna get i'm gonna take care of it and i'll just go it is what it is. Or someone could be like, be like, I just hooked up with a girl last night and, and I'm worried I got her pregnant. I go, it is what it is, brother. <laughs> you know? It literally flies in any direction. That's, it's a phenomenal saying. That's like, what are you going to do? I'm sure you could, you could probably gotten some mileage out of that one, too. <laughs> what are you going to do? Yes. What are you going to do? There's so many, there's what, else, so what, else, what else? What else? What else? What else? What else? What else? You, you. Uh, you t- I know, I know. <laughs> you don't gotta tell no. me. You don't you gotta, gotta tell, tell me. <laughs> the less you know, the more aggressive your response should be to a person. That's all I've learned about being a New Yorker. Okay, the less information you have, the more you yell back at them. Yeah, they're just confident bullshitters, New Yorkers. I think that's what it is. And it goes cross cultures because when you were saying that, it's like that's me in every cab ride or lift ride where there's a guy like. Oh, Diego. And they start speaking to me in Spanish and it's just like, Oh God. And they're always like talking about God and religion and like, Oh, you got to come down to my church or my daughter. Like, Hey, could you believe all these people moving it? And I'm like, Oh my God, I don't know, man. Stop talking to me. I don't know shit. What do you say back to them? Anything? The same stuff you're saying, but in Spanish. And they're like, oh, yeah, they keep going. I'm like, all right, let's just get home. <laughs> what do you tell cab drivers you do for a living? Who, me? Yeah, anyone. No, anyone? Yeah. I've never told oh. the cab driver what I do. Yeah. I, yeah. Oh. I don't have a career, so I, I usually steer the conversation away from that, if anything. I always go like, yeah, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. <laughs> 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 I, I go you would love to know you you would, you would. <laughs> yeah i don't no yeah i guess that's only me never mind never mind never, no never no mind. i it is a weird thing because like not in cab so much but i've gotten like if you're ever on a flight by yourself and the you get sat next to a chatty kathy yes and they want to know about you that used to happen to me more and i would usually i found out it was just like you had to gauge the per because 
I at one time was like, if I tell them what I do, they'll be interested and want to know more. And then I've also been at times in my life where if uh, I tell them what I do, they're going to think I'm a loser. So yes. it depends on what time in my life. So I think the smart thing is split the difference, either just say something really boring or just completely lie and see how uh, far you can take the, the lie with them. Yeah. I guess for me, like not at cab drivers, when that's come up in conversations, I used to, cause I used to work in an office. I would, I would just say, Oh, IT. I'm an IT guy. I work with IT and no one wants to know about that. hundred percent. And then now yeah. that I'm unemployed, I tell people and get in unemployment. I tell people I work for the government and the government pays me. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. I need to start using that. Yeah, the government pays me, you know, that's fine. Don't worry about it. I can't tell you more. That's good. That's um, good. I thought of this hypothetical I'd love to have everyone's answer to. If this is sports related, so we're going to get back on track with sports here. This is the most work you've ever done. I am impressed. I like, I did a lot of ruminating. I think it was the drugs. Um, but here's my... This. After you take acid, you really want to focus on a good podcast. Yeah. <laughs> you really gotta go. I gotta really put my head down to the feet to the pavement for this podcast for the next week. Okay. I got. I gotta ask Sebastian about his sneakers. Uh... <laughs> Literally, the the part of the episode that everyone was like, "Okay, I don't really understand what Sebastian's saying." Um. <laughs> but okay, this is a hypothetical that I I, I, I think this. you guys are all gonna. So if you could. You you are you are granted the ability to have one professional sports glory moment. It can be one. It's anything you could slam dunk on somebody like in a real NBA game. You can choose the team, the arena, or hit a buzzer beater three, walk off home run, throw for a touchdown, uh, hit a hole in one, fucking have an ace serve. I don't fucking know. Basically keep going, anything. Keep you going, want. keep going, keep going. Okay, you can, you can. I need uh, more sports options. You can hit, a, you can hit a 90th minute goal, and for your favorite football team in England. <laughs> oh, you're but, British now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, I went. I used that when I was in England. I was like, "Hello, sir. I have a point of your finest lager." <laughs> um. So, but that's that's my. That might take some thought. I'll while you guys think about it, I guess I should answer first this time because I think it's a toss or not a toss up, but it's close. It's between buzzer beater three pointer to win a game. But I think what's gonna win for me is to fucking smack a fucking walk off dinger. Just cause I would love to feel what that feels like to crush a baseball. And yeah. I, I was gonna say walk off dinger. Because when you hit the walk-off home run, you almost have like a mini parade that you do where everyone has to watch you go all the way around the bases and cheer as you do it, you know? Mm There's like an extra celebration tied in. Tied in. The the act is not complete until you finish your your victory lap. Yeah. Yeah. Sebastian, do you have an answer on that one? Yeah, I think I have one. Mine isn't to win a game. Mine would be to shatter a backboard. Yeah, so. just Ooh, complete yeah. the the rim falls, the glass <laughs> breaks, and we just have to sit there and deal with my repercussions for a while. You know, that, that would be is, yeah, yeah awesome. because because that totally. there's built in there that they have to stop 
the game, mm -hmm. replace the backboard, and yeah. you just see a replay of that over and over yeah. and over again. You've oh, totally emasculated your opponent there. Yes. You're saying I'm too strong for this sport. <laughs> <laughs> I deserve something greater than what I'm playing. That You know, that used to happen every now and then, but does that still happen? I don't know. I don't know. I, I, yeah, I, haven't, I feel like I haven't seen that happen since like the Shaq era. Yeah. But then again, Shaq was like the strongest, largest man of all right. time. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, maybe maybe they haven't even reinforced the glass. It's just no. It's one all three pointers strong. now, man. I know that's yeah. true. There's not as many big dunks. Although that one dude for the Lakers had some pretty strong throwdowns yeah. last night. I don't know his name. Who's that uh, center they have with the dreads? Anyone know center with the dreads on the Lakers? It's I believe it's he's not on Anthony. Lakers. It's not Anthony Davis. Or I might be confusing him with the Warriors center. James Wiseman? Uh, maybe I'm confusing it with a, another game entirely. I watched uh, four games, so. The acid really. On acid. Kind of <laughs> I can't believe the games blur together. <laughs> it, was just, it was just like I was watching poetry in motion, man. <laughs> <laughs> they were playing against each other, but they were playing with each other. <laughs> yeah, man. Like they wouldn't exist without an enemy and <laughs> neither with the world. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, bro. You're picking up my vibe. Diego, do you have one? Yeah, I got two. I'll do one weird one that has little less to do with sports. It'd be winning the Monaco Grand Prix in Formula One because that's like in fucking Monte Carlo where there's insane parties uh, and yachts and casinos and all kinds of fucking cool shit you get to do. But that's like the weird one. Really, one thing I've, uh, I, I would never do, return like, a, like in an NFL game, return a punt uh, or like when, you're, like when you're running away from people, like when people are chasing you and you're, they're just like running away from them. That just, it's like I'm faster, like Tyreek Hill. Just fucking blowing by people and just leaving them in the dust. That just seems so good. Yeah. That kind of reminds me of, of uh, in college football about 10 years ago, the famous kick six mm -hmm. in that Auburn-Alabama yeah. game yeah. where the guy catches the missed field goal uh -huh. in the end zone and returns it all the way back. And they won. That was the last play of the game, I think. They yeah. won. That yeah, that that's that's gotta feel pretty good. Like being Lamar Jackson and just being faster than every fucking person on the field, and it's just like it's gotta feel good. Yeah, yeah. The hey, Olympic stock has to feel good too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, like scoring a goal or uh, winning an event, and it's not just for you; it's like your entire country is cheering yes. for you. And then you have a ceremony, and you like stand on a pedestal. I never like stools. But you call it a pedestal, and I'm all of a sudden attracted to it. Okay. And a lot of those are individuals, so it's like it's just you. It's not the team that helped you out. It's like you are the fastest human. You are the uh -huh. highest jumper, whatever. So yeah. that's got to feel good too. Yeah. Yeah. Powerlifting. I, I watch a lot of powerlifting, mm -hmm. and like when I watched the when Eddie the Strongman like broke the deadlift record, and that like Arnold Schwarzenegger was like screaming in his face, "You can do it, yeah. do it, uh, Kevin." <laughs> Kevin just oh, it's Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, it, 
And he was just yelling, go, I'll go, go. No, I can't. I can't. Go <laughs> no, now. Go, I'm the governor of California. <laughs> and he's just yelling in this guy's face. And it's literally Eddie the Strongman's like idol. Mm-hmm. And he's at the Arnold's competition. And he's like breaking the world record for being the strongest man ever. Have you ever to live that there's something mind blowing about that? Yeah, that's cool as hell. Or winning the Royal Rumble. Have you? I know Jimmy has. (laughs) I I don't know. Maybe acting in a really good Scorsese. (laughs) Just being on set in my trailer waiting for my scene. Um, But have you guys? I know Jimmy has because I think he he uh, he suggested it to me. Um, have you guys all seen Pumping Iron, the mm-hmm. Schwarzenegger documentary? Yeah, I yeah, keep yeah. Coming yeah, and yeah. coming and coming. <laughs> <laughs> of course, I've seen it. Of course, it's, it's one of the best. I might have to rewatch that. The my favorite quote is uh-huh. "Milk is for babies, beer is for men." Yeah. <laughs> like, or the fact that he like didn't go to his dad's funeral. He just like disassociated and was like, "I'm sorry to my mother. I said I'm sorry for your loss, but." I cannot come to the funeral. It's just like wow, just skipped out because yeah. I've got to lift weights. I've got yeah. to humiliate Lou Ferrigno. Yeah, yeah, he really <laughs> I have to did. bully him. <laughs> yeah, he bullied the shit out of him. Lou Ferrigno <laughs> went to my mom's high school. Really, in Brooklyn? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, but who cares? That's the end of that story. <laughs> Just make something up, and they made out all and, the time. And they and and they would make and my he, he would go, can we make out? My mom would go, no. And he would literally rip his shirt off, and he would turn green, and then they would <laughs> fuck. They would fuck like wild horses. Dude, that's okay. crazy. You hear it here first, folks. Uh, Sebastian's mom and Lou Ferrigno. <laughs> yeah, they were an item. Let, let's let it be known. My mom dated Lou Ferrigno. Okay, just throw it out there. Maybe Spread he's it. your real dad. Maybe. Maybe he is. And I'll tell yeah. you this. I he might be because you could only see my top, but my legs, they look like a fucking they could be in the Metropolitan Museum of Art. They're so fucking chiseled. Okay. Yeah, we'll get a we'll get a snapshot of those and put them on the uh, social. That's good. That's good. I need more leg shots. COVID's really been cramping my style for getting my leg fucking thirsty leg pictures out there. Okay. Well, I don't know, guys. Do we have any more sports talk? I just <laughs> that hypothetical. I really blew my wad with yeah, that. I was, I was waiting to see where else you had. No, um, I love this hypothetical. I think yeah. the hypothetical is really nice. Um, Hypotheticals I, are a fun um, with you and your loved ones in quarantine. You just think up a fun hypothetical and you can just go to your mind palace for an hour, half an hour, 15 this, minutes. This is good. Anyone that's worried that they're teetering on the divorce, this is Kevin's advice. Okay? <laughs> this is an advice. If you stare at your partner and you go, what the hell do I say to this fucking <laughs> Do maybe a f- marry fuck hill? You know, that might save a marriage. Yeah, do that one. Yeah. Get your kids at least through high school before you get the. Can we can we do? Would you rather to get our kids through high school so we don't have a violent divorce? Okay. <laughs> That was how my parents knew that they were meant for each other. My dad asked, uh, Mary fuck kill the Oak Ridge boys. <laughs> That's interesting. That's interesting. Yeah. Wow. Amazing. <laughs> See, my generation, I when I meet a girl, I go, Mary, fuck, kill the Hanson brothers. And that's how you know. Because mm. if they're fucking Zach Hanson, I go, I don't fucking want any of you. You want a soft man, okay? I'm a tailor. I'm a tailor, okay? 
Which one's the the drummer who like Zach? That's Zach. That was he, my first concert ever. Really? Uh, what were you gonna say about Zach though? He, I know he just got in. Like, I don't know why I know this, but he like he had some Pinterest account and he had some like borderline alt righty stuff on there, and he took uh, it down. They're very Christian. Yeah, and so he had some like conversion homosexual conversion stuff and things like that i think oh i got in trouble but but you know i mean you're not a zach pinterest is where the real hate is happening on Mm -hmm. (laughs) i agree i say open parlor close pinterest okay (laughs) these vision boards you know they're manifesting this hateful world that we live in okay so we need to get rid of their vision boards Exactly. I've, that's how they're organizing. Well, by the time you hear this, you'll already know what, how smoothly Inauguration Day went. Yeah, maybe this will get released. Uh, maybe we'll hold it off for a special Patreon episode of Shit Goes Haywire. <laughs> well, let's manifest it. Let's just assume everything manifest. went perfectly. Joe Biden's president on day one, he enacted uh, flying cars and we're that's, that's think, what we need. I, I think I think that would be a problem. Kevin. I think people would be pissed if he's like, "I got I'm announcing my budget. It all goes to cars that fly. We'll keep six feet apart. We'll no one vaccine. We'll just keep six feet apart in the sky." Okay. Hey, now listen here, Jack. You just fly your car. You go meet your family. They fly their car, and you meet in the middle, Jack. What's up? Why do you need a vaccine, man? <laughs> So right. that's yeah. So Kevin, all right, I got a hypothetical that we could try maybe with a sports story I wanted to bring up. So yeah, my old school, the University of Tennessee, fired their. Oh right, uh, you must be excited, right? I'm very excited. Um, yeah. he's, he's fired he's him bad, for re- bad coach. Yeah, he's not good uh, for recruiting violations. And the story came out apparently what they were doing is they would have recruits come and they would give them McDonald's bags full of cash. And that's how they were like bribing these guys. Wow. I guess if we're going to do a hypothetical, what fast food restaurant would get you to go to that university? <laughs> I love this hypothetical. Mm. I am so into this hypothetical. Diego, we would be married forever. Okay. You know? <laughs> we would go straight to the grave. Motherfucker. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> this um, is good. So one fast food, re- the one that would tempt, Tempt the one that the would most. get that would put you over if you're like I got like Ohio State and Alabama and all these schools like which fast food sack would put you over? Uh, <laughs> I think for me, uh, for me, I'll because I'm putting it, Taco Bell. It's easy for me. I go Taco Bell every Taco time. Taco Bell. What are we ordering? What are we ordering? I, 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 my dick is hard. <laughs> <laughs> my dick is hard. I'm At thinking least... that, I, that that people would be like, go to college. I'll give you extra fast food. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> Who yeah. needs blue chew when I when I could just chew on a fucking gordita crunch? Yeah, <laughs> I'm so glad you said that. At least two cheesy gordita crunches yeah. in every order, no matter what else you get. It's got to yes. be at least two of those. <laughs> yes. I mean, yeah, that I haven't had Taco Bell in a while, but the Mexican, uh, no, wait, nachos, nachos supreme. I used to, I used to like their Mexican pizza when I was a little sicky high school mm. kid, but you don't go Bel Grande. That's what I meant. Bel Grande. Okay. Okay. You got to get that. I was like, there, man. I was like just the Gordita Supreme, just mm-hmm. a regular beef Gordita Supreme. This is good. It's I'm good. A- 
I'm a sicko. I do the potato loaded griller. This is nothing Mexican. That, it. It's good. That's it's good. Phenomenal. Those are good. They're it's back. It's just like it's like a tater. It's just tater tots in a tortilla with nacho cheese. And, and like potatoes are back because they took the potatoes off the menu for a while, oh. but they're back. I saw that they're bringing them back. Yeah. That's when I news. hear facts about fast food restaurants and I don't know them, I am so happy that I'm behind the times. You know what I mean? Mm. When it's here, like yeah. when someone's like, you know, the McRib's been around for a while. I go and I did not. And I feel beautiful about you that. Go. You know, <laughs> it makes me feel proud of myself. I, I, you know, one of the shames of probably the biggest shame of the epidemic the pandemic is that I can't go into um, one of the Taco Bell cantinas in the city mm-hmm. that had just opened. Because those places were, it was the Wild West. You could get a fucking mm-hmm. alcoholic margarita with your nachos bel grande. It was That's truly awesome. And you could bring in your own bottle and just party in there all night like the way this one table did next to us when we were there last time. And it was a fucking mess and they didn't kick them out. Yeah. <laughs> it was. It's truly, it's one of the worst and best ideas I've ever yeah. heard of. And when you go to the bathroom, you could shit anywhere besides the toilet bowl. <laughs> the worst, That's the only rule. The worst thing about the cantinas, in my opinion, was the touchscreen ordering. Because then there's no shame for me, and I mm-hmm. go hog wild. Yeah, when you don't have to tell someone your your yeah. hogish order, you can really go to town. I know. Yeah, that's sometimes true. I'll pretend to. Uh, Sometimes I've gone through drive-thrus where I've gone pre- pretended I was on the phone with somebody else getting their order. I'd be like, "Hold on, I'll, I'll, I'll be like, I'll be at Wendy's. I'll be like, I'll get a baconator and hold on, uh, yeah, I, I'll get blah blah, and I'll, I'll like, I'll like make one drink of Coke Zero, and I'll be like, and for the, uh, for the chicken sandwich, there'll be a Diet Coke. Like, yeah. it's to really fucking throw the fucking seventeen-year-old that's working at the drive-thru at Wendy's. My ego is that fragile." I've done Mine that too. Is- I've done that when I get delivery at home and I used to live by myself. I open uh-huh. the door, I get it. Food's here. And I pretend <laughs> <it's over there. laughs> uh, man, yeah. Uh, but to answer your hypothetical, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I would <laughs> go. Taco Bell for everyone, I guess. No, I mean, I love Taco Bell. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. For me, I think it would be Chick fil A. No, there he is. Yeah. Because, and, and you know what? I want to say this about Chick fil A a lot because a lot of people will give me shit if I eat Chick fil A because they're like, you know, that they're a bad company. And it's like, yes, I know. Because the other ones are all, good. Yeah, they're all bad. <laughs> yes. And secondly, secondly, I just learned uh, Dave Cathy, owner of Chick fil A, also orders, uh, he also owns the movie studio in Atlanta where they shoot all the Marvel movies. Mm. They're shot there. Whoa. So if you're going to Marvel movies, you're also supporting the same guy. Mm. So I shan't be hey. taking any more shit. Um, but that's and my order would be spicy chicken sandwich, fries, mac and cheese, and I'd ask for because they'll give you as many sauces as you want because they're <laughs> nice there. I get a Chick Fil A sauce and a Polynesian sauce. And sweet right. and sour sauce is underrated. A sweet and sour, the Polynesian sauce is amazing. It's that's amazing. what I always go for. Yeah, sweet and sour at McDonald's or uh, Polynesian at Chick Fil A. So that's my right. that's my sack. Those are two of the best. You know, it's kind of you can copy if you want. Yeah, well, this is I'll, your answer. I'll say um, I would probably lean towards Taco Bell as well, but. Um, I will mention uh, there's like a regional chicken f- chicken finger chain, not Zaxby's, 
but rather raisin canes in down here in, in the Louisiana. southeast. Yeah. Yeah, there's one in Athens though, and I, uh, I probably gained about fifty pounds going to the um, <laughs> raisin canes in Athens because uh, it's like the way these chicken finger restaurants work is you get a bunch, like you get like five chicken fingers, then they give you Texas toast mm. with coleslaw and fries, and mm. uh, <laughs> it's like three thousand calories. But you always gotta, su- <laughs> yeah, go. Yeah, no, but it's so good, man. It's... And you always got to sub that coleslaw for extra fries. That's what I yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't need that coleslaw. <laughs> wow. And fries. does Raisin Cane's, I don't remember, do they also have the pellet ice with the drinks, like Zaxby's? I think, I think they might have pellet ice. That's a good question. I don't Pellet remember. ice is yeah, really. That's a distinctive feature for sure. So, All yeah, right. that, that would be good. That's a good order. And I would give a special shout out since you went local, another Atlanta classic, the varsity. I'd put them as an honorable mention. Um, you made me get varsity when I went to Atlanta. I remember I was like texting you and I was in the airport. You're like, there's a varsity in the airport. You need to go to the varsity in the airport. And it was just I, a hot dog. Yeah. Yeah, well, you got to know what to get. You got to get the onion rings and you got to get the chili dog. I think I did get what you told me. You like told me what to order. It was good. Well, yeah, it's good. The onion but it, rings are, are what really set them apart. That's the one thing. I'm not the biggest varsity fan, but the onion rings are really good. It's I a think, beer batter, right? I think onion so. Yeah. yeah. But the, the thing right. the thing with the varsity is I think a lot of it for me is nostalgia is tied in. Of because, course. Because uh-huh. I used to like go watch me and my dad would go and like sit in the varsity in Atlanta and watch like 91 Braves games. So oh. every bite also, I'm thinking about Otis Nixon. I'm thinking about. <laughs> yeah. Um, I shouldn't be like cradling a phallus while I say this. Oh, uh, you, you look like fucking Jimmy when he's eating his pretzels. <laughs> 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 but um, Sebastian, what, what, what do you got for us? Uh, this is wild. No one's expecting this one. A checkers bag. Ooh. Ooh. Was it rallies in the South? It used to be rallies. I used to fucking it's fuck it's with both. Rallies. It's like Carl's Junior Hardee's. Yeah, I would say that Checkers has the best French fries in the game. Those seasoned fries are really good. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. And I would get like, I wouldn't get like you don't get a regular meal when you go to Checkers. I would get like a a two for five like sandwich, and I would get two sandwiches. I would get like a chicken and a burger situation, and then I would get like a large fry. And here's the twist. I would get two cheese dipping sauces so to mm. dip the fries in. Mm. And that would make me go to college. There you go. <laughs> as long as you get a... remi- Remind everyone what we're playing for. A college oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got to get that big Buford, you know? Yeah. <laughs> this this proves we all have champion men- championship mentalities. Uh, <laughs> you know? I finally tried the Popeye's chicken sandwich this weekend. I hadn't had it. Since it had come out, what do you think? It's good. I know <laughs> people I, are freaking out over it. It's yeah, it's Chick Fil A. It's it's just as good. Yeah, it's like they're all good. I, yeah, I, I won't turn any of them down. No. Yeah. I hey, we used to eat the Burger King long ones. That looks like I used to eat those too. Yeah, those are great. <laughs> Who are we to judge anything? Yeah. <laughs> I got Who are we? I gotta. I don't know if you guys saw this. I do have to ding Popeyes. I have to take some points away from them because they were advertising all during the NBA games 
the new like it was called like ripping chicken mm-hmm. and it was a chicken that they'd uh it was like a chicken tender that they'd form to look like a claw or a hand Ugh. and you just pull off <laughs> the one you want and dip it it was so foul looking <laughs> well chicken fingers are hard to eat and to dip so you it <laughs> it's like what are they all in these different pieces if you're on the go and you want to slam six chicken fingers, we put them all and we we solidify them into one giant chicken nug for because you, okay? The other problem is you're you don't you don't want to get shorted a chicken finger. This way you know, you just open, you see the claw and you say good, I'm good to go. You know, I will tell you this, I could do two three claws a day, okay? <laughs> I told you I was having a white claw for this. I wasn't. I I was actually having fucking chicken claws. I've been slamming fucking chicken claws with Polynesian sauce. As soon as this this whole epidemic is over, we're all going to meet up. And Why do you keep calling it an epidemic? Yeah, I know, pandemic. How many more months do we need for you to learn the name? What is the difference between an epidemic and a pandemic? Does anyone know? Is there a difference? Yeah, a pandemic, I think, affects the whole world. Okay. You know, and it's like a wide area and an epidemic is is like a problem that's centralized to something smaller. Well, I knew that and I'm glad you did too. <laughs> Pandemic. Assholes. I was trying to have a nice way to end by saying we could all eat the claws and drink white claws, but I, I don't want to anymore. I'm going to go. No. Kevin, once once these many, many epidemics that are happening all <laughs> over the world for the same reason, <laughs> maybe we'll have a couple of claws together. Yeah, but thank you for coming on the podcast. Yeah, thanks, of course. Yeah, Kevin, thanks, and man. If we ever eat those claws, the only way I'm ever going to eat a claw from uh, fucking Popeye's is if we're taking a tab of ass and I have to really look that chicken right in his fucking palm. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I need and, to look the chicken right in its eyes and go, I'm eating something that was a thing. And then they turned it into something that looked a little closer to a human being. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And before we forget, I want to plug your uh, uh, Loud About Nothing, your wonderful podcast. And, I, and please plug that and anything else you want before we go. No, yeah, that's the only thing I actually uh, have in my life anymore. <laughs> <laughs> right i only uh because uh, i'm home uh please listen to my podcast uh loud about nothing it's uh we do uh episodes with ga- uh, guests and we do episodes uh, i do uh, episodes where i just kind of fuck around and joke the whole time uh check it out uh, that would be beautiful of you thank you thank you for having me this was lovely yeah, thank thanks you. for coming on it's very thanks, funny man. very it's funny great. show a lot of unbelievers i'm sure listening right now will go right over and check it out hopefully i, I yeah. hope so i love that yeah well, we love you, and yeah, that's all. That's all I have to say. Do you guys have anything to say? No, we love you too, no. Sebastian. Yeah, that's beautiful. It was nice to hang out and fuck around for a little bit. Yeah, 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 man. It's great, and hopefully, uh, listener, you will hear us uh, again next week. Fingers crossed. <laughs> Fingers. <laughs> is that how you end every episode? <laughs> it is when we're on the brink of civil war, but you know. <laughs> I don't know if you heard, Sebastian. There's several epidemics and a civil war. <laughs> a civil war coming, so you never know. <laughs> I hear it's just a lot of feuds. I hear it's a lot of small feuds that are turning into one big feud, okay? Yeah, it's small, small isolated wars turning into a big one. 
Mm. No, I, I heard, I heard, I heard. But yeah, we'll see you next week. <laughs> Papa bless. Papa bless. Cheetos, he knows I love Cheetos. <laughs> <laughs>